All right, welcome back. Another edition of the Tony D Podcast. Uh, this one comes to you live from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So if you hear uh, car noise is going around the background, it is because uh, the two-seater is going with Mario Andretti, Spencer Piggott, and Gabby Chavez, uh, friend of the show and supporter Harley from Flooring is Forever is going to be doing his two-seater ride. So we're going to get some video that we'll post. Um, if you haven't done the two-seater it is a hell of a time. I know Harley is going to absolutely enjoy being the racing guy that he is. I've actually done the oval with Davey Hamilton and the road course with uh, Mario Andretti. And, and, and really, I mean, it's awesome. And the view coming down the straightaway is incredible. But when you come on that warm-up lane outside of turn two uh, with the grass on both sides, that's kind of when you know, like, there's no turning back now. You know, you get to that point on the roller coaster where there's no turning back. Um, that's kind of the point on the two-seater. So, uh Got to thank Harley for having me out. Uh, he's going to hop in, I think, with Spencer Pickett. And uh, you'll see some some posts about that on Twitter as well. Flooringisforever.com. What a great supporter of the podcast and all things local here in Indianapolis. All right, so I did tweet this on Monday. And look, it, it's pretty obvious. You're going to have to lift the blackout if you, quote-unquote, sell the race out. I think the Speedway is very close from what I have been told to having a sellout and then once they have that sellout of the tickets that you know were given back that were still allotted to go out so part of that 135,000 um then you can lift the blackout and and it's common sense to say um you know hey oh well if you want to stay home you can stay home but uh you can't watch the race because we're going to black it out now if, if you're telling people there's an option to um stay home and renew or move your tickets to 2022 uh, those here locally are going to have to allow them to watch the race. So uh, great for fans that aren't going here in the Indianapolis area. Great for NBC. Probably not as great for like Emmis, uh, although I still love listening to the IndyCar Radio Network during the 500 um, because, you know, the fan the fan at WIBC talk about that's the only place to listen to it live or, or, or even, I mean, you are not watching it, but to know what's going on live. Um, so I think we'll see the blackout lifted. Obviously, it was last year with no fans. And then um, back in 2016 when it was a sellout to see Alexander Rossi win. So I think we will see an announcement here over the next 48 hours. I'm, I'm, I'm taping this on Tuesday morning. Um, we will know probably Thursday, Friday at the latest. I think the media day is Thursday. So I could see um, that nugget being shared to everybody on Thursday, which is media day. I don't know if I'll be out here for media day, kind of waiting for the invitation, but looking forward to a couple more podcasts later on in the week. Former Rookie of the Year Robbie McGee is going to join me from NBC Sports. Kevin Lee is going to join the podcast. We're going to discuss uh, the upcoming 500, as well as uh, Jackson Lee racing out at Lucas Oil Raceway on Friday, something that I'll be a part of uh, spotting for Jay Howard Driver Development Thursday and Friday. Thursday, we practice and qualify uh Friday, we come back out and have a practice session and race F2000 and Pro 2000. So I think I'm spotting for both races. So if you come out to Carb Day, which would be a good time, and you want to head out to Lucas Oil Raceway afterwards, come say hello. Um, you got Midgets, you got USEC Silver Crown, you got four awesome races at Lucas Oil Raceway. So be sure to check that out. Uh, so yeah, back to the blackout real quick. I mean, look, it is kind of common sense that they're going to have to do this. Um, and I expect that announcement to come probably Thursday, right around media day, or maybe when NBC goes live Friday for the Carb Day coverage for that two-hour practice. 
Uh, we will see. It didn't really break anything down from what we saw over the weekend. Um, emotions were high. If you read about that on TonyTheIndy.com, thank you. Um, you know, from Charlie Kimball not making the race and, and the class that he showed. Um, what R.C. Enerson was able to do um, in a car that was in a box less than two months ago to get that far up to speed and just, you know, one mile an hour off the pace, which is crazy. Um, the field is so tight. It's so competitive. We've talked about this throughout the entire year. Um, man, yeah, so looking forward to um, reading that. Uh, I got that done. But anyway, so back to Sunday. Uh, you know, Will Power bouncing that thing off the wall. We saw the emotions, obviously, out of uh, his wife, Liz, that we kind of always see that is almost, if not, or even more annoying than uh, some of Ashley Judd's antics uh, that we saw in the paddock over the last, what, 15 or 20 years. Um, but, yeah, it was cool to see Simona in. Um, the format's okay. I know it's not what everybody wants, you know, the race to the gun, and maybe there was too much time in between or too much time in, in, in the session for the last row. But, again, if you're locked in, if you're sitting 31st, 32nd, or 33rd, you're not going to withdraw that time to try to gain two spots. It's just simply not worth it. Um, with that being said, you know, RC did, the, did what he could. Charlie, they tried everything. They changed gearboxes. They put the setup from the four car on there. Um, they couldn't change engines. Uh, everybody gets a new engine, but they had a one-engine lease for the month of May only. And what they had is what they had. And sometimes you get a Chevy power plant, you know, that could if that engine's in J.R. Hildebrand's car, maybe J.R. Hildebrand's on the outside looking in. So um, was gutted for Charlie. I know he will be back and better than ever. And hopefully uh, we'll see more of Charlie Kimball. He's a great ambassador for the sport. Um, and he's, he's a great ambassador here for the city of Indianapolis locally. So... Um, I hated to see that, but on the flip side of that, um, that's Indy, and that's the drama, and that's why it's so difficult to win this race. It's so difficult to even qualify. Look, only 33 drivers in the world are going to start this race on Sunday. It's like I, I tweeted to Sage Karam's dad, who I saw up in the in the bleachers on Saturday, and I, I said, you know, he tweeted, man, I, I just, I'm nervous for my son. I said, yeah, but think about this. Your kid's one of 35 people attempting to do something at the highest level. I mean, any other sport, you know, maybe Nas you know, NASCAR's usually got 43 drivers. Formula One's got, what, 20 to 25. But still, that's a very short list. I mean, in the NBA, you could have, you know, what, three to 400 players in the league um, over a given year. You can, you know, NFL's probably triple that. Um, so speaking of Sage Caramel, we'll have him on the podcast tomorrow. He's going to join me along with his spotter, 2004 Indianapolis 500 champion, Buddy Rice. So we'll get Sage's uh, approach to starting again for, I think, the third straight year uh, on the back row. Uh, how Buddy has used his knowledge of driving uh, up in the spotter stand. We'll obviously look back at 2004, one of my favorite years where Buddy was dominant for Ray Holland and Atlantic Racing. And uh, I'll get his, I'll get his uh, thoughts on the livery that uh, Ray Hall is running with Graham Ray Hall is running uh, that throws back to the 2004 Indianapolis 500 win. Everything about refinancing with the Fed's latest announcement. These could be the lowest rates we see for 12 plus months. Lower your monthly payment or take cash out for a project called Kyla Calumar Home Loans 317-680-6306. Um, some other requests have been put out for me uh, for drivers, so we'll see what happens. I think Jay Query is going to join us. Um, I may do a little Facebook Live out at Lucas Oil Raceway. That'll be a lot of fun. 
Um, I've taken a part-time job at the Folling Warehouse, so if you haven't heard of this place, it is right off Mass Avenue um, on Brookside, which is right off 10th, just past the garage there. Um, the concept was actually born here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway out in the Coke lot. You basically put cornhole boards together, except for on those cornhole boards, you put up 10 bowling pins, and you whip footballs at it, and it is a blast. Um, if you've been there, awesome. Please come back. If you want to go, get a hold of me. We will make it happen. Uh, they are great people over there. I made the connection a few months back, and I think it's going to be something that, that, that works for the both of us. Uh, so I'm going to kind of get their social media rolling. So please follow the Folding Warehouse Indie on all the social media platforms and channels. We're going to have a little video prediction of who the warehouse is going to take as the 500. Um, and if you're looking to host an event um, for your company, a graduation party, birthday party, bachelor, bachelorette party, it's, it's a huge space. Two open bars. It's a lot of fun. Um, so please check out the Folding Warehouse. I wanted to mention this. And I, don't, I don't know if I did on the podcast or not. I know I'm getting old from over the weekend. But um, you look at um, what's going on at the Speedway and, and, and things that I've noticed um, that are a little bit different. Look, the place looks great. Um, you know, the video boards that are up. Roger's done a great job. I've seen Roger multiple times walking around. I actually just saw him driving around on the golf cart here um, early this morning. Um, but the facilities look great. Uh, there's been some, and this is going to happen, like yellow shirts doing their job, and it's just going to happen. Uh, a couple of people have asked me what I think race day will be like. Um, it's going to be tough for you to be able to get inside the racetrack. They're very strict about the getting into the infield. They may limit you to Pagoda Plaza on race morning um I, i'm parking in the north 40 lot i'm, I'm assuming there's going to be enough room there there's always parking at houses um, outside the racetrack over off of uh, 30th street so um you still be patient i don't think traffic will be as bad as what we've seen in the past for 500s with you know 125,000 plus less people coming to the track um but i still think everything's going to be about as normal as possible except the bleachers just won't be as full as what we've seen in the past and we all know why that is so um race day should be about as normal as possible um i've been able to walk from turn two to turn one um and then inside into the pagoda plaza uh concession stands are open um i had a nice cookie there today from titus bakery which is very very delicious so uh, i'm ready for race day i can't wait as you know it's my favorite day of the year it's better than christmas for me um my dad gets to fly in from seattle to check that out so looking forward to that if you're looking for anything when it comes to shipping or office needs be sure to get a hold of doug at the ups store up on oleo road in fishers go see the smiling faces at the ups store right in front of kroger on oleo road for all of your shipping and office supply needs the ups store on oleo road has you covered uh i know doug's excited for the indianapolis 500 i'll have to see um what who he's picking to win this thing um, but again, 317-578-0094. Ship and print at the UPS store in Fishers. 11650 Oleo Road, Suite 1000 up in Fishers. Um, also had a chance to go through the program, which was awesome. And this is what I was talking about. I wasn't sure if I mentioned this or not. Um, so if you get a chance, check out the Indianapolis 500 program. The cover designed by Johnny Rutherford. Some great articles in there on how IMS and IndyCar as a whole got through the pandemic. Um, if, if you're keen on the young guns and, and, and love the, the rising talent in IndyCar, 
There's a great article on Alex Pillow and Renas VK uh, becoming good friends, staying together just to get to America for that first race last June, uh, back from the pandemic for IndyCar down at Texas. Um, and as of always, of course, a great tradition that I love to always go through is uh, just checking out the back pages where it shows every car, every former winner. Um, of the 500, so be sure to check that out. Okay, Robbie McGee, the former rookie of the year of the Indianapolis 500, will catch up with him on the next podcast. Sage Karam and Buddy Rice will join. Also looking forward to conversations with Jay Query and Kevin Lee. Um, I've asked for Dario Franchitti and a couple other drivers. A lot of what's going on in the media right now is an early one-on-ones um, because it's Zoom calls, and I obviously can't... I mean, I can ask a question and then b- relate it back to you guys, but... Um, I think that's also kind of what Twitter's for. So um, we'll see. Hopefully, get some more one on ones. I got very lucky last year to have Takuma Sato on after he won the 500. So, my goal is again going to obviously be getting the 500 winner on. I'm going to go check out the museum and the Rick Mears display here coming up. So, I will report back on some of the awesome cars. We'll have some pictures up on the website, tonydindy.com. Thanks to Flooring is Forever and Harley, who's about to hop into his two seater ride here out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, and as of course, thanks to Doug at the UPS store on Oleo Road and Kyle at Caliber Home Loan. Shout out to Kyle. Uh, he's picking Steph Wilson. He's related to Steph Wilson by marriage, and that's who he's cheering for. Steph had a very fast practice on Sunday afternoon from the Indianapolis 500. We'll also have a betting preview. I'm going to go through all 33 drivers and let you know what I think is a good day for them. If you should bet them to win, top three, top five, top ten. Some books should have those uh, matchups as far as top three, top five, top ten. And uh, we'll just keep on rolling, getting you ready for the world's greatest race, our favorite day of the year, the 105th running of the Indianapolis 500. Take care.